Good morning, everybody. I'm a little early. I just couldn't get wait to wait to get started. So um, we started this week with Valentine's Day, and Cal and I wanted to keep spreading the love. So what we decided to do is we've got some of our most recent guest names in this little cup, and we're gonna draw them and talk about all the things that we loved about their episode and just them and what they do in general. Um, and we are doing this in ode to the very first episode that Cal and I ever did together. It was supposed to be a Galentine's themed episode three years ago. Cal came over, she brought little cups with little conversation starters, just like this. And um, she also brought some space brownies. And so needless to say, <laughs> That episode never aired, uh, Space Brownies 2, Cal and Leanne 0, <laughs> so hopefully today uh, we can redeem ourselves <laughs> without the Space Brownies. I mean, I'll speak for myself, <laughs> no Space Brownies. Let me get Cal on here. <laughs> I heard Space Brownies and then I got connected and I was like, oh gosh. Good morning. Hey guys, yeah, morning. I said I could speak for myself, there's no can't speak for you. <laughs> no, no influence. No influence. Mm -hmm. I got some some tea and that's it. Too much to do. <laughs> Too much <Exactly>. to do. <laughs> I'll let you go first. Yeah, no, my week's been good. Busy. Crazy. So, um, which you know, it's just one of those I thought yesterday was like Wednesday all day. And so or Tuesday I thought was Wednesday. It's been one of those mm -hmm. like I haven't been able to like catch up at all, but um I did, and I'll yeah, just yeah. roll right into my peak of the week, if you don't mind, because that was my peak of the week. I was totally having, like I said, just a week where mm -hmm. nothing made sense, essentially. <laughs> so at like uh, on Tuesday after, yeah, I think something's in the air. Um, so on Tuesday at like 4.30, I had finished my kids' like homework and stuff. We were done with all that, and I was like, I'm going to the bath. And so I just ran myself a bath and watched Real Housewives at 4.30 in the afternoon and trauma bonded with my ladies. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I stayed in there for like two hours. And oh I feel God. like that's the only reason why I'm here today. That's therapy <laughs> to be completely honest. Yeah, it was necessary. Totally, totally. So what's your peak? final and they'll be super negative, but they've been a lot. And I just think like, troublesome situations especially with like people you care about it really brings perspective on like, how much support you have from the people who like really care about you and so that's really the support from you from my parents from Clayton like from my clients who really like care about me it's just it means so much and so that's been my peak of the week <laughs> So yeah, that's awesome. That's a good one. Uh, well, no, it's no was, housewives, but, I, I, but. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, is I, Leanne breaking up like every other word in the comments? If you guys have a high point from your week, we're all about celebrating those. We had a conversation recently with Erica Wiederlight, and it kind of came out that when we try to do peak of the week, watched anything, we'd really love to hear it um, because we know that when we celebrate the little wins, um, it opens up room for more people to have them and for us. So. Are you so, back? Sis, thanks for catching the ball. Can you catch me? Okay. 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 Yeah. All okay. right. You're a little more clear. Yeah, I can. A little fuzzy, but a little more clear. This is definitely my Wi-Fi, guys. Switching internet oh, no. in uh, a couple weeks, and it's just been rough transition. So I'm sorry, buddy, if if we're having connection. Now you're clear as day. Oh, okay. You look beautiful. 
We're so here. Mm. Okay. You want to get the show? Oh my on gosh. No, 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 none of that. All right. Let's so, do it. First, is it I'm red solo cupping it like back in the day. <laughs> first, Cadell. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah, he's yeah he is episode oh, is Monday. Um, he is. Well, I I had a lot in common with Eric. I there was really a lot of things that I loved about him, but really I just casually mentioned he tours with his band Timeshare. Just like oh by the way, <laughs> this is my side gig. Yeah, we've got just a yeah. nonchalant and to Europe like, a few times. You know, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> He's just cool. And he reminded me a lot of my brothers, just like punk rock vibes. Yeah. Um, I but can see just that. Super sweet guy. And just his willingness to share about his own struggles, especially like men with eating disorders is not something we hear about very often. And that's why we were excited to have him on because perspective is so, I don't want to say rare because I don't think it is rare, but him sharing it is rare. And so I really liked it. Yeah. There is a point for me when I even said, like, I've never mm -hmm. talked to a man that's been open about an eating disorder before. And so it was, it was, I think that was such a high point for me in our conversation with him because uh, I had never yeah, learned same, directly same. from that perspective before. He's, he was awesome. I, I can't say enough good things about Eric. We, we learned a lot. I, we had some really good mm -hmm. conversations in there too about like goals and, and setting goals and what that really looks like. And, you know, you know, just really about being honest with yourself when you are setting goals. I thought that was a unique kind of conversation where yeah. a unique turn the conversation. Me uh, too. To us. So I, I really Bond. enjoyed our time he, with Eric. It was one of those things where you just settle in and you feel like. No, he, he, he was, it went, it went by way too fast. I, I really think that we will have it back on because we didn't even get into the portion of the conversation. About <laughs> I'm, I'm about to I blow my lid. Take a deep Nicole. breath. It is all good. We've all been there. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Yeah. yeah no, don't worry. <laughs> We've all been there. Don't let it throw you off. Um, no, but with Eric, we, we will we'll have it back because uh, there was a lot of conversation that we didn't even get to because um, he's he went mm -hmm. from vegan to like he's pretty much animal based now. And so that whole transition, we talked a little bit about it um, and his reasons for doing so. And it's so funny because that really kicked off. Um, the vegan conversation around yeah. here because it's come up many times um, in, a, in the past few months, just in all of our different recordings and how some of the, the people like have refused to even work with people on a vegan diet because there's just, they can't help them if, if they're willing to do that. So it's just an interesting um, dialogue mm -hmm. for sure. But yeah, Eric will have to come great. back. He was just great. So yeah. Good morning to those coming in. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I got James, James Owen Roberts. He was wild. You know, sometimes we go into these conversations and, and you think they're going to go a certain way. At least I do. I have, I've, I don't want to say prejudge because there was no judgment, but I do have preconceived notions of how things are going to go. And, and I couldn't have prepared for James at all. It was not at all what I thought it would be. Um, it's fun for me because, and I wrote about this on LinkedIn. It was just, I don't identify what? as an athlete. <laughs> at all never have you know <laughs> me crazy right uh <laughs> but to to sit down with two people who are athletic and who are 
athletes in, in every sense of the word was really fun for me. I, I like to listen to y'all go back and forth and woo, y'all are some headstrong <laughs> individuals and I love it. Don't. <laughs> it was really to see just I, what I did expect really and the most was his honest of like experience that how him having a disability affected his family, his mom and his grandma, and just the fact that he's trying to become more aware and empathetic towards that was just like he's like headstrong, like type A dude, you're not gonna tell me what to do. And at the same time he's like so you have to understand I didn't do this by myself. My grandma supported me and my mom pushed me. Made these phone calls, made these connections to help me get to where I need to go. Just his appreciation for that was like, yeah, yeah, it was so humbling. It was beautiful. And, um, I didn't, that was what I expect, but it, it ended up being the thing that I loved the most from things. It's accent. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. You cracked me up. No, it was really cool how how open he was with his struggle because and you and you two talked about it and I think it was unique for me again from my perspective just because I don't have this experience in my life, but where you you train so hard and that is your day to day and becomes your identity and then all of a sudden it just stops and you're left going okay what do I do now and. and I think that time now has allowed him to be reflective on his experience and to start having the conversations in his his own life. Cause like he was saying, he didn't even know that his grandma had certain, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't want to say issues cause that wasn't it, but she had a very strong yeah. sense of what if yeah, concerns isn't yeah. going to be okay with his condition. And she voiced those to his mom. Yeah. Concerns. Thank you. And, uh, just to hear, that he didn't even know that all he felt was support, but to know that it was going on in the background and his mom still came and rallied yeah. for him. It was just so beautiful. So cool. Like, I really like him. I like him a whole lot. Yeah. You can. We did. Honest look at kind of what you meant after hours of your days taken up, just focusing on the floor time to self-reflect, energy to self-reflect. And if you self-reflect, it's also a gamble because it's like, then you can walk but still you have the same expectations from like you were doing before. It's almost like you just compartmentalize it. I don't know these things, maybe these things bother me, but I don't have time for that. And you just have this like focus and like you said, mm -hmm. sports stop this time and energy opens up and you kind of have to face those things. And and that's why I think his episode came at a very timely moment because we really got to kind of get a glimpse into what's going on. And, and um, I love that he was so honest about it and didn't just talk about his career and, and how great it was and his accomplishments. It was just like, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm dealing with this. And yeah, yeah. And so that this is real. And, yeah. and I'm so happy we we got to share that with him. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Going through, through the wall. <laughs> okay, Going through, straight through it. Uh -huh. We okay. got, yes, Dr. Mitchell. Yes. <laughs> this is, I love that, guy. Say. <laughs> that was my, 
lunacy. It's lunacy, I tell you. He gets enraged, but he just wants people to stop mm-hmm. taking the mm-hmm. diagnosis as word and stop thinking that MRIs can show things. And, and he's very much, a lot of the conversations, especially around health, like around here, I've noticed really go back to treating the source. And that goes everywhere from like physical health to mental health to, to, you know, just trauma and, and all those different things. And he's very much a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. treat the source type of person. So what, what were your kind of favorite well, moments? One his message Dr. I yeah. fully believe in because with like what I do, I see a lot of people who come in and they have aches and pains and they automatically go straight to what's wrong with my joint? What's wrong with my knee? What's wrong with my elbow? What's wrong with my shoulder, my neck, like all of it. And, and then it, you yeah. notice if, if it goes away, it could be that the joint healed, but usually it's because there's a muscle at the joint and it's causing pain at the joint. But if you strengthen the right part of the muscle and you use mobility to help like make that part more flexible, then it relieves the part that's pulling at the joint and it's it the pain goes away. So people just don't see that as a, a first option. And if people could really see like, hey, maybe consider that your pain is muscular and try to do more mobility and find a physical therapist or someone like Dr. Yas who can strengthen the right weak muscles to keep the joint in a healthy spot. Like why not consider because the alternative is surgery. And if that surgery doesn't work, it's another surgery. And that's what his whole message Mm -hmm. is. And I fully believe it. Um, And his passion is undeniable for some people. It will get you to tune in. For Some people it's like too much. Got to tune out. But I swear like his message is true. I don't know so much about like MRIs being evil. I think that, you know, I I, I think it just depends on the circumstance. I don't think it's like you can say a piece of technology is bad or good um, if it gives you information, but he's saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Information. I don't know if I believe like, like, yeah, I mean, I do think that, you know, the medical system is a business. So I know that money is important, but I do think there are people and surgeons sure, that yeah. do think they're for the right reasons or they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. So I, I think it's less polarizing than he makes yeah. be, but he's just, he sees patient after patient who's been screwed over by the medical system. So I can see his point of view. Yeah. Uh, I, did I talk for you? more to say on that. I completely <laughs> Sorry, agree with everything you just said. No, I, no, 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 that it's, it's true. That's, that's what it is. Um, you you know, so many times, like we, we go to the doctor because of those, those pulls and those things. And and we go there until they say, okay, well, we can't see what's going on. So we do have to get an MRI. And then he walks through kind of all the different variations of what they Mm -hmm. see, but it's not really solving the issue. And so I think other people who have gone to the doctor or waiting on surgeries now or whatever can identify with that. And it just might be a really good place to start Mm -hmm. to, to, for another option because we're learning to never take the first option as, as, you know, and, and the more angry he got, the more his New York accent came out. And so take a listen to that. It's just hilarious. (laughs) He's so fun. He's yeah. so fun. Yeah. Like I want to have a beer with that guy. I drink beer, <laughs> but I, you know, I just I think he needs a give him a hug. <laughs> yeah, all right. He does. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? It's rough out there. Okay. 
Up mm-hmm. next, I have Libby and Lisa. They were fun in yes. every sense of the word. And that's exactly what we talked about. They help companies and organizations um, and executive uh, level mm-hmm. uh, people find fun in their life and in their job and in restoring balance. And what I liked about them, just besides that they were so down to earth, they came and hung mm-hmm. out. It's one of those that was like, it went by so fast. Loved hanging out with them. They're really brilliant, smart, well-educated women. So that was a lot of fun to talk to them. But what they talked about is how fun in the workplace, like a lot of companies get it wrong. They think it's bringing in like the pool table or, you know, the, the, the snacks and like the cool lounge areas and stuff. Yeah. And while that's really cool, it doesn't get mm-hmm. to the source of what play actually means. Um, and so that was a really cool take. Yeah. I really enjoyed well, everything that, that we talked too, about. They can, they can back their information by science. Like a, a someone who's having fun and taking pleasure in their work is a more productive person. And so for that to just get overlooked um, right. pretty much all over the place, I mean, I can't say, I can't say that I've never been in the corporate world, but it doesn't sound very fun. Um, so I think for them to focus on this and just spread awareness about that is good. But what I really loved about their episode is how like selfishly, because you and I work together, I loved hearing about how different they were and they each used those differences to like, as an, as an advantage for their business. And like, they know exactly what Libby's going to do. They know exactly what Lisa's yeah. going to do and they like feed off of that. So it's like, they've just, they're kind of like two little puzzle pieces and they fit together and they each do their own thing and create something beautiful together. And I, I just really loved that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, the whole conversation was fun. It, it just was fun to hear, hear their dyna- dynamic, how it came to be. We talked a little bit about what's going on here and in, in our relationship like that, because it, it was unique. You know, there are two individuals mm-hmm. that are coming together to do something and we're no different. Mm-hmm. So the conversation was fun. Okay. really, really fun. Really, really fun. Yeah, we, we got a lot of good feedback. And on not that necessarily that I expected it on that one because it just seemed so chill and and relaxed. Yeah, people can, could relate. I think it was a good perspective of how to take care of yourself and, and find things that you find fun. And, and it's not just like we, we talked about it, too. It's not like going and doing the craziest thing. Like for sometimes mm-hmm, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, running a bath and watching housewives or or painting or drawing or writing or doing something. And it's just finding the heavy side for your stuff. You and, and like, wow. Up next, we've got <laughs> not Clemente. Savio, I, he had such a peaceful energy about him. And my, my favorite thing was that yeah. he's so into biohacking, which I, I'm into a little bit, you know, but he takes it to another level. So there's all these, I, I remember finding all the, and I should flip back to his episode, but I remember finding all these different words on his website that I was like, what is that? What is that? What is that? And I just literally, we spent part of the episode where I was like, hey, Tell me about blah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and he just goes straight into it, tells you the benefits, tells you if he liked it, if he didn't like it, if he, you know, recommends it to his, his clients. And, um, he's just an open book and just a positive person. I think he got a new lease on life, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. His story. I, I liked his perspective too, because Again, he was the one who was doing everything right. He was extremely healthy. He was doing mm-hmm. the meditations. He's been a meditator for years. 
Um, you know, and he was living healthy and, and doing all these things. He was very invested in this world. And then, you know, he went to the doctor for something and never got to come home and, you know, was diagnosed with cancer yeah. in the, in between all of that. And, and he, thank God is in remission. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually the episode or title of his episode is in remission. Um, but it was really interesting to see how you, you never know if you are going to get a diagnosis, how you're going to react, right? You don't know if you're going to fall apart. You don't know if you're going to have the tools. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're going to be starting from, like, you just never know. And I loved how much he just sank into, okay, this is the next thing that I kind of have to get through. And if I can get through this, then I'm going to, you know, once I'm five years or whatever it was in remission, mm-hmm. I'm going to do something with this to help other people. And he, he interviews cancer survivors now and he learns their stories. And it, it was just a very, very good mm-hmm. conversation on life. Really, it was. And, and just the, the beauty of what you want to get out of it. And, and just options well, and I and love too forward, I how open-minded really he cool. was to like, yes, he did do chemo, but he really wanted to go the holistic route. So he did that. And he added in some stuff that mm-hmm. he wanted to try that he figured wouldn't be hurtful. Um, and he was open to doing both, you know, and I think that really, that really did help him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can't say whether or not that that's what cured him, but I think the more open you are. Right. Mm-hmm. I think mind has everything to do with it, right? Like I think mind has everything to do with it. The mindset. No, no, you're fine. All. You're fine. I don't know. I, didn't I mean, to cut you off. I'm it's sorry. just good that he's spreading the word about this because it's true. Like, like cancer can just take you like, and I think, he came so close to that that he can't help but a different perspective and a, a leveled up appreciation for for life and his body and and um i i just think that's kind of invaluable you know it's a beautiful thing to have yeah yeah and i like that he was open with us too about like one of the struggles that he did deal with when he was diagnosed in, in, in fighting cancer is that he didn't want to leave people with his burdens. And that was like a big thing. So it was just very heartwarming and just heartbreaking at the same time to know that that's in the midst of everything that you're going through, that those thoughts can still kind of mm-hmm. creep in. And he was very honest with how he dealt with it. And I, I just, I loved it. I can't say enough good things about him. He's, he's one of those where it's, yeah. I would love to get to, you know, spend well, time with him more. He was, he was a really neat yeah. person. And like you said, just so peaceful. So like, you yes. know, when you meet someone and you're just like, yes, oh, this is going to be easy. This is great. Just, and that's yeah. just how he was. Just a big smile. Like, from start hey, to ladies. beginning to now. And I was just like, oh, this is going to be great <laughs> automatically. Yeah. He's like, Hey girl, yep. how are you? And we're like, yes, we're here. We're home. This is good. <laughs> oh, you want to do the, the next one? Spot. So too funny. Same. I've got one oh, more. Oh yeah. This. Yeah. This is my last one. So, um, Oh, cool. So Carly Lucchese, she is so cool. She is a dietitian. She went to UC Davis, very reputable, um, we talked a lot about cellular structure, eating, um, what's good for you. Should you limit things? Uh, we yeah. talked about histamine. We talked about it all. I, I opened up a little bit about some of my struggles with with my children and, and things that I've dealt with in in the health world a little bit. I remember that from her mm-hmm. episode. Um, yeah. Really neat, really neat lady. I learned a lot. I loved it. She goes to the to the science and the research, and yeah. it was well, fun I to kind of learn a little bit from her. her that I would love. 
like talking to her because it's right up my alley. But what I didn't expect is she just, she kind of brushed on it, but it ended up being what I loved most about talking with her is the way she parents her kids. And it honestly reminded me of you because you, you talk about it all the time. Like, like there's a fine line between like being a parent, like a total authoritarian and that like, that's situational, you know, like, but she wants the yeah. her kids to have the information, but also to learn for themselves. So like, I think she talked about her daughter having some kind of allergy to, to something. Do you remember what it was? I think it was, it was a food. It was something yeah. like her body Just would react say, to like, something like hey, that. Kid, yeah. You can't have this food anymore. It'll make your skin itch or whatever. Like she just said like, Hey, like if, if, if the child wants it, they can have it. But remember, like it makes you itchy and it does this to you and you don't feel good. But if you want it, that's your choice. Like you, you can make that decision for yourself. And I just love that because I was mm-hmm. definitely the kid that learned. I, I needed to learn the hard way. I didn't want to be told like I, yeah, right. Exactly. Cause you get it. That's and, why we're and, friends. Yeah. Um, so I did, I, yeah. I made a lot of decisions for myself, even when telling me not to specifically, but sometimes that's why I did it, you know? And so have that choice. Mm-hmm. It's kind mm-hmm. of like the whole diet mentality. If you tell yourself you can't, can't, can't have this, it only lasts for so long and then you give in and you rebel against it. And so yeah. I think the way that you talk about parenting and talk about teaching, forcing, um, it's so healthy sounding. And, and I love that. <laughs> so my favorite part of Carly's episode oh, is cool. your parenting. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to play it for the kids and play it later. So <laughs> That's uh, yeah. Listen, listen to what people are saying. They're like, it's Leanne. Doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count that's not true it totally counts no it's um it was really interesting too because you know we've talked to dietitians or people who are into to food and diet a lot of the times they have a, Mm -hmm. a story of struggle that maybe got them there and that wasn't the case for Carly she grew up with parents that were very you know health conscientious um her dad did Ironmans she it was never you know, and, and she did this. She went into the field because she was trying to be future focused because she knew she wanted a family and she was learning that, you know, like, hey, genetics and, and things like that. But if I can get a handle on this now, then my kids won't have to suffer. And so for her to have that approach to nutrition, yeah. I thought was really, really unique. I hadn't I hadn't really talked to anybody about that before. And um she she was just really cool. She really got into the science, into the testing, and and that was mm-hmm. fun to hear and learn about. Especially because, like like with my daughter and with certain members of my family, like we've had skin issues, and and some of them have been caused by the, oh. the V word that we're not allowed to say. Like um, and so it was like, and yeah, that one. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, we can. Unfortunately, we can say yeah. that. Fortunately, unfortunately, yeah. but we can't say the other one, or we'll get banned for for life. Um, and and I do want to talk about that too because next week's episode, um, we can't really post a ton about online Remind about what next it's about. But this. please go check it out. Um, it's about in. Uh, and next week is Annette Presley. It's all about infertility, and and we talk about um about health. And, and sometimes when we post yeah. about those things, we get flagged on here. So I just kind of wanted to, to preface and say like, 
it's all on the website. We got to play the game if we want to, really want if we, uh, want to stay on. alive. <laughs> uh, we got to play the game. If that's that's exactly so it, and that's kind of struggle. That's that's so hard mm-hmm. because you know it is. It is. But um, sorry, back to Carly. Uh, we we talked a lot about many many different things. I'm looking at her page right now, and you know the the skin doesn't lie, your body doesn't lie, um, and she can help her clients get some really good information mm-hmm. on the levels that are going on inside um, to, to help them really come to terms with with food and what's going to help their body and let them live, let them, live, <laughs> let them thrive. So. Okay, we got let them live, mm-hmm. and that episode's called Stress to the Max. Because that was a thing. Yes, Stress shows yes. up. I, that in, book's in on my reading list, too, by the way. Okay, so we go. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and I can't say best for last, but all right, let's so do partial it. to this guest, Erica Weirlight. She, I love everything about true life. her. <laughs> I love her energy, her wisdom, her empathy, her <laughs> metaphors, her jokes, her confidence, her. Oh, she's, she's a dream. Like, I wish I could just keep her in my pocket. I feel like my confidence would just explode. I have Clayton level confidence with this girl. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the, the thing I love most about Erica is if you've not listened to her podcast, it's a podcast. It's Welcome to the Weeder Life. It's W E I D E. Brilliant. be a fan of you know she wants people to feel aligned and embodied and and a purpose and and she helps people get there through pleasure it was fun to break down that conversation because I think word pleasure we think of sexual and we immediately go there and to know that again it's it's what brings you pleasure it's what fills you up it's kind of like what we talked about with Lisa and Libby it's the finding the things that make you you and happy and then allowing them to be a part of your life, a part of your everyday, you know, and, and that will help you live in your purpose for the world. And I think that that's, um, you know, what it's about. So, so thank you for the info. We did. We got through it. We're here. It's all good. Um, and I just want to read something to uh, that Erica put. She said, pleasure actually was a porter portal to help me know what my needs and wants were and then speak them. And I thought, hell to the yes. So if I, if confidence is an issue, if standing up for yourself is an issue, if knowing where you stand on certain things is, is an issue or something you've struggled with, like go check out, welcome to the Weeder life, check out Erica's work. Um, listen to our conversation with her. You can watch it on Spotify and HTC pod. Um, she is just amazing. A literal bright light. So. Thanks for all the hearts. I don't know what that's about. Wow, that's so nice. I just see him in the corner. I like when I eat them. <laughs> that's hilarious. 
going to eat the hearts anymore. That's so stop doing that. That's too much. I'm going to pink out. <laughs> Y'all are so funny. That is so amazing. You guys are so good to us. Thank you for being here with us this morning. Um, do you want to talk about Annette's on Monday or do you want me to? Yeah, 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 for sure. So next week's all about um, fertility, infertility, postpartum, wanting babies, you know, taking care of yourself. And we talk a lot about a mineral and um, a component that is missing from, from our diet, not even our diet, but yeah, I guess in our bodies. Um, and it's powerful. Yes, men and women. So we, we talk all about what's missing, what can, what can help. Um, we talk about the struggles of infertility a little bit. Uh, it, it's wild. There's a visual component to it and, and how her work started. And Annette's awesome. She's got a, oh, and, and, and towards the end of it, she just magically drops it. She was in a cult. And I lose my mind just like I just did because it was like, how did we not talk about that? But anyways. It's a great episode. I'm going to go have some more caffeine and just get through my day. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah. But a cult. Really? A cult oh, my gosh. She's amazing. I'll be out on Monday. HTCPod.com. You guys know where to find it. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, we invite you to come be a part of the HTC community. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching at Have the Convo. For information on all of our shows, guests, and more, visit htcpod.com. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Talk soon.